broadcasting from Woodstock, Georgia. Welcome to Soul Solutions, a show where we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. I'm your host, author, and certified life coach, Terry Kozlowski. Hello, warriors. Are you being held back by your egoic mind? Do you know how to shift from a pessimistic perspective to an optimistic one? I have an exercise that will enable you to hear the voice of your soul and alter your perspectives to transform your thinking. The show notes contains the link for this free tool. Don't continue to let the egoic voice negatively affect your life. Now let's start this week's episode. Episode 172, Feel Unity with the World, is influenced by your perception. Can we achieve unity with the world? Is there a chance for peace, or is humanity too polarized? Some international leaders think so because the alternatives are too horrific to consider. Speak confidently of world peace as the goal can be attained. President Truman signed the UN Charter in a low-key ceremony on August 8th, only hours after bombing Nagasaki, the first and only instance of nuclear weapons being used in combat. This helped usher in what was going to be a new era of international cooperation. The cooperation that the UN Charter envisioned now appears more difficult than ever after a world pandemic. Growing geopolitical conflict, the dissolution of international unity to the degree that if it ever existed, and the widening of already existing ethnic and economic disparities and armed conflicts plating the world today. History shows that prejudice and rivalry have long prevented any possibility of unification, and religion has frequently done more to stoke rather than put out the flames of strife. As many of you know, anything that divides people can spawn hostility, and religion is one of the strongest dividers. It's clear that some people conduct horrific things because of their religion. Is there any chance that the world will ever unite? Sure. However, religions created by humans are not the wellspring of universal unity. They can help change the perception, though. Seeing the division is easy. The world's never-ending assault of suffering and strife makes it simple to become overwhelmed. How did this happen? Perhaps you think God made a wonderful and united world. But if so, how come there is so much suffering and division? In the Judeo-Christian religions, you see things start out rather hopeful at the beginning of the Bible. God makes the earth wonderful and gives life. He creates individuals and deliberately plans for them to have relationships with him and one another. Everything appears to be building toward a joyful conclusion in unity. Adam and Eve, the first humans, rebelled against God because they were tempted to gain knowledge and power on their own terms. They caused the world to become shattered and damaged their relationship with God. Regretfully, neither of their offspring does better. Cain kills his brother out of jealousy and follows through on the first murder. The remaining books of the Bible tell the tale of a fractured world and God's strategy for mending it and bringing his people back together, a a reunification process. However, people repeatedly find methods to entice conflict or endure suffering because of the decisions made by others and themselves. Racism and cultural separation are natural. Humans are still challenging one another, destroying relationships and escalating conflicts. Why is the world so divided? Fear or hate are not innate traits of any human being. When you are domesticated as children, you pick up both characteristics. 
They are learned behaviors. You're not assessing or challenging the ideas others have instilled in you as children because these egoic behaviors become automatic. The source of division comes from the egoic mind. It thinks it's distinct from others and separate. It's a lie the ego tells you to prevent you from being wounded or from building the life you want. These conflicts emerge from outdated ideologies that your egos cling to, even when they are harmful. Thus, the ego likes to argue when you get together with others who hold different beliefs than you and whose life experiences have led them to hold different opinions than yours. It seeks to support your argument and to prove you're correct and they are incorrect. The ego seeks to condemn, humiliate, and place blame on others for having a different thought process than you do. Your thoughts are merely the concepts, beliefs, and ideas that your egoic mind conjures up in response to your surroundings. It doesn't prove that someone else is incorrect or that your way of thinking is the best one. The capacity to differ without coming across as disagreeable is the hallmark of unity. To achieve this effect, listen to the other person intending to comprehend their point of view. To understand someone is to be open to seeing from their perspective without having to agree with them. The duality of humanity. You can't watch TV or browse social media without encountering some sort of disagreement or dispute. Political strife, racism, and injustice that split people apart are pervasive in the culture. Unfortunately, amid all this turmoil, individuals rarely treat each other who differ from them with respect and decency. Is unity conceivable in a world like this, where people have so many diverse origins and viewpoints? Is it possible to disagree with someone and still feel at ease in their presence? Humanity lives in a dualistic universe where notions such as good and evil, peace and conflict, and black and white are opposites. The mind constructed these dualism to create order in the universe. It's the illusion that generates separation, while the soul knows everything is one. I'm talking about the unity and the fearlessness that come from having a connection to source. It's difficult to imagine because the mind has to compare something it doesn't understand to something it's already experienced. This creates duality. The mind uses this contrast to organize the world and form associations. It just is. Like many other traits of the ego, it's neither good nor evil. This world ordering is taken a step further by the ego, which is detrimental to the soul. The ego isolates itself from everything because it thinks it's special. Because of its uniqueness, it chooses a side in a cause rather than considering the big picture. The myths of the ego regarding unity. The goal of the egoic mind is to isolate you from other people. The ego encourages you to reject someone who disagrees with your beliefs and avoid forming a relationship with them. However, diversity is what your soul desires because it wants to be exposed to different viewpoints. The idea that everyone in your tribe should be the same as you is a lie of the ego. Another idea the ego lies about is that people you meet will stay in your life forever. This might have been the case when your basic survival depended on each other. People are, however, far more mobile, which means that people in your tribe will come and go. As you tenderly tend to your connections, you too need to be adaptable. 
the sense of unity endures because it is ageless. The ego makes several inaccurate assumptions about how members of your community will treat you. It doesn't imply you won't experience an occasional hurt feeling, though, or that differences of opinion won't occur. Rather, it suggests you can accept disagreements in a healthy and responsible way. Why? Because despite the dissimilarity, you have comparable values and are consciously choosing to respond with love. Being correct is not as important as the relationship. Unity needs awareness of the present moment. You must let go of the past and stop worrying about the future in order to transcend the dualistic universe. You can sense other people's unity when you are in the moment, but you can only escape the dualistic reality of the ego in the present moment. There is no beginning or end to time when you are in unity with others. Now is the only moment. Because unity is the entire experience, time can appear to stand still or speed up when your attention is focused on the present. This is because of the experience's timeless quality. A wonderful, peaceful sensation emerges from the deep inside you when you get past the dualistic reality and welcome the oneness into your existence. Silence, unity, and unconditional love are the true foundations of peace. You can reach what some consider to be an unreachable destination, but unity can only be attained by being aware of the oneness of humanity. Only in the present moment can there be peace. You must be living true to yourself if you want unity to enter your life. It demands the stillness of the egoic mind. Since experiencing oneness includes these aspects as well, tranquility originates from your relationship with Source. Ultimately, having harmony with the world helps us to love people without conditions. In order to transmit the serenity you experience from the outside world, your inner selves, your souls, yearn to form sincere loving connections with other people. Love-based reactions bring unity. Your heart can respond to situations with love when you take the egoic mind out of the picture. When there is conflict, the ego responds with violence, retribution, and drama. It acts in this way out of self-doubt, suspicion of the other person, and the self-centered drive to come first. You resolve nothing by wanting an eye for an eye. When there is a disagreement, you learn that there are other people who think differently than you do. Whether you will damage or improve your relationship with them depends on how you approach the conflict. You can learn more about the topic because of your conversation to rectify the situation, to experience a shift in your knowledge and develop greater empathy for the other person. You have an obligation to treat people with respect throughout difficult talks. You must have faith that they also want to find a solution that benefits all sides. Miracles happen when you approach others with love. You invite the soul to suggest ways for peace to arise when you respond to disagreements with love. It makes you more receptive to friendship, acceptance, and forgiveness. And when you intentionally decide to tackle disagreements with love, everyone involved benefits and grows. Moving forward, feeling unity. There is an awakening occurring in the world, a revolutionary shift in human history, a gradual assimilation of people into a global consciousness. There is less conflict, compulsion, and competitiveness when people practice mindfulness and see themselves as supporting all of humanity. When 
more people awaken, there is cooperation and natural awareness of each other's needs. What part do you want to play? You must be in tune with the individuals you interact with daily if you want to increase the unity in your life. These folks are being influenced by you to live a more harmonious lifestyle. There is a ripple effect. Yes, your actions impact society. You have been empowered. It gives you the ability to start changing the world exactly where you are. Do you need help to shed the duality of the egoic mind? Are you looking for a way to create more unity in your life? Do you need someone to help you be accountable during this process? If so, please reach out to me at terrykozlowski.com and we can create a plan for you to create inner peace and have more unity in your life. Thanks for listening to Soul Solutions with Terry Kozlowski. If you'd like the show and want to learn more, check out terrykozlowski.com where you can find the links to everything we talked about in this episode. Please subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode as we overcome our fears and our limiting beliefs. Thank you.